0: Malcolm, our job tonight actually is to scare people to death on this subject so the talk isn't as free as it is about a preemptive or surgical military strike.
1: This is the David Allen Show, uh, a special short edition. We figured we had to come to you um, because of all the chaos that's in the news media right now uh, regarding our illustrious president, uh, which the Democrats, uh, oh, I'm sorry, David is here today uh it, remotely though here um how are you good how are you oh i'm fantastic fantastic fantastic. it's colder than cold out here today the 12th of oh, january um and you're up in the uh minnesota still yeah
0: yep yes i am
1: mhm weather's decently good there no no it's nope. crap awesome
0: perfect yep terrific
1: well that somebody's got to do it <clears throat> um January 12th, that's today. Article, The Daily Wire, headline, report. Dick Durbin has a history of lying about private White House meetings. (laughs) So, so, uh, Senator Dick Durbin, this story by Ryan Saavedra, whatever his name is. Uh, Senator Dick Durbin accused President Donald Trump on Friday of referring to African countries as crap holes... My word, Um, the quote is a more strong term. Uh, During a meeting that they both attended on Thursday, Durbin told reporters that what Trump said was hate-filled, vile, and racist. And adding that the most disheartening thing to me is my belief that that was the first time words that hateful had been spoken in the Oval Office of the White House. (laughs) Totally, Dick. Good work. (laughs) <laughs> There's just one problem with Durbin's claim. He has a history of making up <laughs> statements from private White House meetings. Po- 2013, Politico reported, Quote, In a negotiation meeting with the president, one GOP House leader told President Obama, Quote, this is a quote from a quote, I cannot even stand to look at you, Durbin wrote in a post on his Facebook page over the weekend. However, both the White House and the House Speaker's office denied Durbin's account of the events. Asked about the post in the White House daily briefing, Press Secretary Jay Carney, secretary at the time, said he checked with a participant of the meeting in question. Quote, I looked into this and spoke with somebody who was in that meeting, and it did not happen, Carney said. Hmm. De- uh, Politico added that Durbin's office, quote, had no comment on the post and offered no further nope. details. Senator Durbin's accusation is a serious one, and it appears to have been invented out of thin air, said Brendan Buck, spokesman for then-House Speaker John Boehner. The senator should disclose who told him this account of events, retract his reckless allegation immediately, and apologize. Trump denied the claims on Friday, tweeting, quote, The language used by me at the DACA meeting was tough, but this is not the language used. What was really tough was the outlandish proposal made. A big setback for DACA. That's a tweet from Donald J. Trump at Real Donald Trump. Quote, never said anything derogatory about Haitians other than Haiti is obviously a very poor and troubled country. Never said take them out. Made up by Dems. I have a wonderful relationship with Haitians. Probably should record future meetings. Unfortunately, no trust, Trump said in another tweet. So uh, what have you uh, seen or heard about this new debacle with the prez regarding Haiti?
0: Well, I think it's more just a solidification. It's reinforcing conservative's view of the media. And it's reinforcing the view of the people that are committed against Trump. Mm. So... Basically, people that are anti-Trump will take anything that anybody says that's anti-Trump, latch mm-hmm. on it, run with it. And if it turns out it isn't true, then it's, you change the subject and you continue to attack Trump. Right. So truth doesn't matter.
1: True. Yeah. True. Hey, that's true. But that, that doesn't matter, though. Uh, Just a f- couple of um wanderings down the face bag page that I unfortunately have. This post by someone in this uh, th- that I know <clears throat> by choice. I have stayed out of politics, never being satisfied with our options. Uh, but this uh, oh. <laughs> dot, dot, dot.
0: So when I hear when I hear that, <laughs> I go, oh, man. Right.
1: right. This dot, dot, dot is disgusting. Dot, dot, dot. Unacceptable, dot, dot, dot. Heartbreaking and embarrassing, dot, dot, dot. And that's it. No, it's just this. What is this? And then, of course, someone says, well, what are you referring to? The person responds, most everything I read daily that is derogatory commentary from the president. I feel it destructive, bully mentally. So, is
0: he talking about the press?
1: Um, she is the
0: right, president. Right. Right. Right.
1: Exactly. I think so.
0: OK. So he's a, he's a Republican. Then.
1: She uh, it saddens me the possible effect it has on the youth and their respect for other countries and people in general. When I think of a president for to represent the United States and the people, I would like to see compassion, humbleness, dedication and solu- dedication to solutions, not problems, respect and class. And someone else said amen to that. good for you none of us can afford to stay silent anymore
0: Uh, i i haven't changed in this i mean it doesn't matter who's in charge if they were truthful if you could if you could show that he actually said it Mm -hmm. i would think that um i mean even then i don't think that he is saying that every person from these countries are crap, but um, at, at the very least, you can go. Huh, yeah, I could see. I could see where they're coming from. But when when they when they do this, and it happens time and time again, mm-hmm. somebody says anything that claims that they heard it from the president, or it's the whole sexual harassment thing. This person harassed me 20 years ago, and you automatically automatically um, latch on to either believe it mm-hmm. based upon your politics or disbelieve it based upon your politics it, it just it uh, it's just the same old thing over and over again it just it just reinforces how biased the media is and I, I it, it it goes to show I mean at least for me that the media is not interested in truth. They are trying to spin a worldview, and that's it. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter. Nothing yeah. matters. Truth doesn't matter. People don't matter. Doesn't matter if you have to rush over, run over anybody. Doesn't matter. And um, I mean, why not? Uh, uh, you know, Democrats were really concerned about um, people coming into our country from other countries who have this horrible situation in these other countries, then loosen up immigration. But when people come over, A, they aren't allowed to vote. Mm-hmm. B, they're not allowed to get any type of uh, government aid. And C, you need an ID in order to get, uh, in order to vote. But that's if you, discriminatory. If you, really cared, if you really cared about people, you would do that. And if you really cared about our country, you would do that. But it goes to show that they're not. The only thing they're interested in is getting more Democratic voters.
1: That's it. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's their whole stance right now. All the things they're trying to do and all the movements they're having is all to it's to get out the vote for 2018. Yep. We got it. Midterms are coming, guys. We got to get these Republicans out of there. They don't give a rip about people. They just want no. control. All
0: raw power.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The ends so, justify the means.
1: Totally. I saw this in the face bag thing. It's a video montage of um, the news media. Buckle up.
2: The president is teaching little kids a new word blank hole, (laughs) bleep hole, s hole. Any sort of hole. Begins with a word, a bad word, and then ends up with hole. Let's just use the word
0: the
1: president is using shithole, 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 shitholes.
2: Donald Trump has turned the Oval Office. Into our
1: shithole. 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 The word
2: shithole shithole in and
1: of
0: itself. Uh, a shithole. shithole. <laughs> shithole. 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 hole. Shithole. Shit hole. Shithole. Shithole.
1: Shithole. 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 I never in a million years thought I would be <laughs> saying
2: shithole. On television, you probably come from a shithole. It's a shithole place. Considered a shithole. Your ancestry is a shithole. Shithole immigrant. Your mouth is the foulest shithole in the world The shithole people. Living in shithole. My dad came from
1: what I guess Trump would call a shithole. My people came <laughs> from what Donald Trump would call a shithole. I'm the descendant of people from a shithole. I'm a proud shithole. 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 Shithole shithole. Shitholers built this oh country. My. I'm proud. To be a shit holder, and I want a T-shirt. Uh, that's a. I, I don't. It didn't look like because those are video clips. It didn't look like those were duplicated. <laughs> so, now again, this is speculation from all we, from all accounts, from what I can see, it's a total Just one person, right? Saying they heard that someone else said it happened,
0: and. It's from a person who's lied in the past.
1: Yeah, Dick Turbin. Durbin, sorry. Yeah. So why would you? Yeah. Well, I think you're right. It totally points to this idea that uh, the media needs to demonize Trump at all cost. No matter what, someone says, oh, geez, and I heard an interview with uh, the Wolf guy who wrote the Fire and Fury book. Uh Oh, man. And she's questioning, uh, some lady is questioning him on the, his sources, and you've got tapes, so you're going to release these tapes. And he's like, no. He said, the book is my evidence. He said, if you read the book and some of it rings true for you, then it's true. Oh, my. (laughs) Like, out loud, if it sounds true, then it's true. In my book, it's true. Read it. And that's all the evidence he's giving for truth is the fact that he wrote this in a book. And this is now being, like, touted by the news media as straight-up truth-proof evidence that Trump is unhinged.
0: Well, you know, doesn't that scare you?
1: (laughs) That the media is so blatant about it? Yep.
0: That our country is so... That doesn't consider truth, and truth is completely relative. Well, but when
1: you have someone like an Oprah going to the Golden Globes and saying that the best thing that these girls can do, or that people can do, is speak your truth. What does this mean? (laughs) Speak your truth? Whose truth? Mm -hmm. Maybe speak Mm -hmm. what you think is cool or your idea, but that's not truth. There's no evidence that that's truth. Truth isn't fluid is it um well they
0: believe it is so
1: no that's true another it article. Is? <laughs> how can you be sure on thursday the news cycle erupted over a report claiming president donald trump referred to some african countries as s-holes or as the media clearly says uh, the other word um the media went into a meltdown mode calling trump a racist a white nationalist a terrorist CNN shed a lot of tears expressing their moral outrage. Democrats, likewise feigning moral distress, pounced on the opportunity to bash him. But whatever, whether or not you find the asshole reference offensive, some Republicans are saying they don't recall Trump using such verbiage. So there's a whole bunch of people coming out and saying, we do not recall the president saying these comments specifically. But what he did call out was the imbalance in our current immigration system. Um, Senator Lindsey Graham, who was also in attendance at the immigration meeting, apparently heard something different than Cotton and Purdue, alleging alleged, uh, allegedly telling Senator Tom Scott the report was basically accurate. Quote, if that comment is accurate, the comment is incredibly disappointing, said Tim Scott, a Republican. Meeting attendee, <laughs> Democrat Dick Durbin, said Trump did indeed use the term. I cannot believe that in the history of the White House, in the Oval Office, (laughs) any president has ever spoken that. I personally heard our president speak yesterday. That He hasn't read about Lyndon Johnson? (laughs) Or Kennedy. I mean, uh, this is outrageous. Obama. Obama, uh, in his audio book of what, Dreams from My Father, is vile and vulgar horrible but that's okay because they're democrats mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man uh i did see let me break it out here um the an article john seed of uh in their show this last week pointed this article out on the federalist it's called to understand trump talk you must speak Outer Borough. <laughs> what? Right. <clears throat> outer Borough? Bur- bur- outer Borough. Appearing on Fox News last week, actor Scott Bayo explained a very important fact about President Trump's ret- rhetorical style. In responding to attacks on the president's tone and general fitness for office, Bayo had this to say on Twitter. Or no, no, sorry, on Fox. Uh, I'm from Brooklyn President Obama or President Trump is from Queens this is what we do we mess with people and that's it he says I'm gonna help the media right now okay I'm gonna try to help them I'm gonna I'm not gonna go anywhere but I'm gonna try to help them because they've called the president the president has dementia he's an idiot he's not mature I'm from Brooklyn President Trump is from Queens. This is what we do. We mess with people and that's it. Bayo is talking about a way of expressing oneself that is very common in the outer boroughs of New York City, which include the Bronx and Staten Island, in addition to Brooklyn and Queens. It is often self-aggrandizing and hyperbolic. There are a lot of playful insults, busting stones, if you will. Trump spent almost all of his childhood in Queens and still sounds like it. Even his accent and facial posture give this away. <laughs> According to a- accent experts who help actors prepare for parts, there are a few basic elements of the queen's accent. One of the most important is that the corners of the mouth pinch out and do work that, is most, that in most accents is done by the jaw. If this rings a bell, it should. It explains the chin-out, lips-puckered puckering or puckered expression Trump is well known for. But more important than his accent or dictation is the grandiose content of his speech, something the outer borough is known for. Hyperbolic analogy is extremely common along the lines of this. This freaking guy, I'm waiting three days for a cup of coffee. Oh, obviously, this is not meant to be taken literally. It's a way to, as Bayo puts it, mess with people and express displeasure. Likewise, praise is loaded with huge statements. It's not good pizza. It's the best pizza anywhere ever. (laughs) Almost all of Trump's utterances and tweets express either extreme pleasure or displeasure. Time and again, his failure to speak in the measured tone of most politicians and the media's inability, real or feigned, to understand what he really means has led to absurd stories in the news that make rational discussion about his presidency nearly impossible. Case in point, the nuclear button. Such an example came up last week when Trump tweeted that his nuclear button is bigger than North Korean tyrant Kim Jong-un's. In an ensuing press conference, White House spokeswoman Sarah Sanders said it was just a fact that Trump's nuclear button was bigger. When someone pointed out that there is no nuclear button, Sanders said the president was well aware of that fact. Any fair-minded person, especially one who spent any time east of the east river understands that by nuclear button a term first used tauntingly by un trump meant the american nuclear arsenal not a literal button on his desk basically he was saying you got a button yeah well i got a button for you right here punk but that didn't i got your button <laughs> right here <laughs> right but that didn't stop cnn's white house correspondent jim acosta From later that day, repeatedly showing a clip of Sanders saying that people are entitled to their own opinions, but not their own facts. And then alleging Sanders broke that rule by saying there is a nuclear button. That's just flat out ridiculous. Worse, it gets the impression, it gives the impression that the president and his staff are intentionally lying to the American people in a way that simply is not the case. In the defense of the media, Trump clearly uses bridge and tunnel rhetoric tools in a way few if any other politicians do. Like lawyers, most politicians are incredibly cautious and precise with their language most of the time. Case in point, Obama. But it's been more than 2 years since Trump jumped into politics. They should have they should have some flauncy by sorry. They should have some fluency by now. As Anthony Scaramucci, who was briefly Trump's communications director, and now back out on TV as a surrogate puts it, it's colorful language. The mooch is from the honorary outer borough of Long Island, right smack dab next to Queens. The media's continued inability to understand how Trump speaks, even when he he has written about using, quote, truthful hyperbole, is a real problem. As Bale points out, he absolutely uses it to mess with them, and foreign leaders like Un. If, instead of focusing on the absurdity of whether Trump thinks there's an actual large red button on his own desk, we look at the effects of his tweets directed at North Korea, the vastly more important story emerges. Shortly after the tweets, North and South Korea agreed to high-level talks. We can and should argue about whether this development is a foreign policy win or loss for the U.S., There are arguments for both sides, but the fact is, his over-the-top language and brinksmanship worked. It caused action in what had been a slow-moving stalemate. True, For better or worse, this is the leadership that the American people voted for when they elected Trump. Unlike much of the media, those voters understand when Trump is joking or being hyperbolic. They get it, and they like it. The colorful language of queens and kings, counties works differently than the staid and plain words used in manhattan and washington dc but they still work to avoid silly disputes about buttons literal or metaphoric in the future this news media need to take Bayo's advice and learn to hear what trump is really saying instead thus far they, (laughs) they pile up examples of obvious hyperbole like grains of sand hoping to build a mountain of evidence to destroy the president More often than not, Trump simply brushes the sand off his shoulders and goes on his merry way. Is Trump going to change how he talks? Forget about it. I think that is a a, a fascinating take on the whole Trump thing. Oh, I think
0: it's totally, totally right. I mean, um, the guy is a billionaire. Now, maybe...
1: We don't know that he's not showed his tax records
0: okay (laughs) at the minimum he's a hundred million exactly
1: yep (laughs) which is still good
0: yeah Um, and uh, he runs a ton of businesses for many years very successful so um, I don't think any um, anybody could be that successful, successful and be as unhinged as they think he is
1: I would agree. So it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it is kind of outrageous. <clears throat> but it, I just think it totally proves that the news media, they don't care about truth anymore. All they care oh, about yeah. yep. is their, uh, their viewpoint and their uh, message.
0: Yeah, they're trying to promote a uh, certain world view. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, and that is real fun. <laughs> um. Ooh, here, here's a story for you. <laughs> if Haiti weren't a hole full of crap, its citizens wouldn't need refugee status in the U.S. Ooh, yeah. President Trump derides protections for immigrants. From quote. S-hole countries. <laughs> he, uh, this is a little quote. Trump grew frustrated with lawmakers Thursday in the Oval Office when they discussed protecting immigrants from Haiti, El Salvador, and African countries as part of a bipartisan immigration deal, according to several people briefed in the meeting. Why are we having all these people from S-hole countries come here? He said, supposedly. Which. Well, I he, mean. Well, he then if suggested.
0: He if he would have used a different term. You could have said the same thing, but just used a different term if that if
1: that is if the quote's said. true. Right.
0: Yeah. But uh, and, I mean um, prove there's it. There's a reason why all these people are coming from other countries. It's not because America's horrible. I don't know of anybody who'd want to leave their country just just I mean there might be a couple, but the vast majority would want to stay where you were raised and everything. Mm-hmm. It was a good He had a good upbringing
1: and a decent standard of
0: living. Right. But it's the narrative.
1: It, It is. And the part that frustrates me, and I mean, let's assume that he is, that he said something along the lines of that, the crappy countries, these garbage countries, whatever. Does that, I mean, would anyone in their right mind think that um, he's talking about it's ugly there. Yeah. Because a, a photographer that I follow on the Instagram who is rather, I mean, he's, he, let's see. He is a, um, what's the word? He is a professed Christian. And has been to Haiti, you know, on missions okay. and such. <clears throat> sorry, I'm trying to find the actual uh, quote. But he um, he put a picture of a beautiful landscape in a tree and made some negative comment about um, Obama. No, Obama, sorry, about Trump calling it a, you know, I I can't wait to take my kids to see this asshole country that the president calls, whatever. Yeah. So I mean, totally kind of just mocking and 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 I find that just kind of unbecoming. <laughs> but yeah, for I mean, for whatever that is. But the, well, you see that, and
0: that's the other thing is people. People allow their own personal opinions on politics or allow the, uh, the media to to uh, form their opinions on politics do you really think do these people really think that Trump is this horrifically racist person who doesn't want black people to come to America I mean I mean, in their narrative, I mean, we're horrifically racist to even talk about these things. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, there's no, there's no arguing with these people. You can't, you can't talk to any of these people. There is no, there's no longer any type of of civil discussion. Right. All it is is you're you're this, you're that. Period. Walk away. Don't listen. You know. So I mean, part of it is I don't I don't know how we're going to be able to snap out of this
1: mm-hmm.
0: because there's no if if you have no desire for um, for the truth or understanding the truth mm-hmm. or learning the truth, I how how can how can we as a country survive?
1: Well, truth I, is relative. Just ask Oprah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No,
1: I'm not going to. But thank you. Thanks. Thanks for offering. <laughs> um this this photographer. Um he this was 23 hours ago. Now, again, I mean this is people they read a news story and then they run with it as fact truth, whatever. There's just no no question it, it has to be right. Uh no yeah, because- no don't dig. Don't bother to see if it's true.
0: Um, I hate Trump, therefore it's got
1: to be true. Well, and that's what it it is. And this this same guy, I have two children from Haiti, and he has adopted two kids from there, and a niece from Africa. I can't even find words to express my disgust at this man. So I'll let my dear, sweet friend, whoever, speak on my behalf. So then he posts an image of something that this person said, and this is what she said. To my Haitian plus African friends, the countries you're from are beautiful, joyful, grace and forgiveness filled. You dance, sing and pray in the middle of heartache, hurricanes and war. Thank you for teaching the world what faith is. You are my superheroes and you are welcome in my home. Huh. Okay. I, uh, then you go back to this headline. If Haiti weren't such a crap hole its citizens wouldn't need refugee status in the us
0: yep yep the yeah. the other thing um this is another thing that bothers me about about this this whole thing is that people don't have seemingly don't have a holistic view of politics or, or anything else um because they for whatever reason they they latch on to a political party, or to a politician, or they get this knee-jerk reaction against them based upon one thing or two things Mm -hmm. or three things, rather than looking at and trying to understand the worldview of the person who is talking, or at least what they're espousing. Right. And um, if you claim to be a Christian, and you're supporting... A uh, a democratic candidate who's a progressive Democrat. You're you're promoting somebody who. Hello.
1: Yeah, I'm here.
0: Okay. You're promoting somebody who supports Planned Parenthood. What Margaret Sanger did. Mm-hmm. You're you're supporting somebody who thinks that the government has a right to steal from people at any time mm-hmm. people are saying that the government run by people who don't believe in god and don't want to have anything to do with god have uh, are better at running your life than you do if you're going to say you're a christian and a democrat right because the government does things better than people do it um you have to say all those things if you're going to willy nilly support somebody. Now, if you don't support a lot of what the Republicans are doing, okay, um, and I don't, you might have to hold your nose when you vote for things. But then you have to you have to understand, um, uh, you know, whose bed you're getting in into, right? when you put all these things
1: out there. Well, yeah, I had a conversation just earlier this week with people and that I brought up that idea, you know, well, even at local politics, the, the idea that you may have democratic candidates that are, I mean, they are themselves good people and maybe, uh and there's a couple in our local community that I probably agree with, we're probably on the same page 80% of, of the issues probably and maybe uh-huh. maybe more but they're democrats i cannot bring myself to vote for them because of the possibility that by adding one more de- d to the list it's going to it could change the the who's in charge of actually running the show and uh-huh. the reason is these people might be great But once there's a majority of the Democrats, what they stand for as a whole is not great. Mm -hmm. And they may be a rather conservative Democrat, but they're not going to be able to get much of their view pushed forward because the goal of the the D's, the Democrats, is pushing a liberal social agenda.
0: Progressive. Progressive, totally,
1: yeah. And that is just without question something I cannot get behind. So because of that, I I don't think I can vote even for friends. If you're on that play on that side, I don't think I can vote for that because of the possibility that by them winning, it's going to it could put Democrats in in charge. Now, I again, I don't love Republicans either. However, the basic tenets of the Republican Party, I agree with more. There's less bad for me, for what I believe. Mm -hmm. It's still not awesome by any means. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, I mean, well, I didn't vote for Trump.
1: I know you voted for Bernie.
0: (laughs) I didn't vote. I didn't. Mickey Mouse? Libertarian, baby. Ooh.
1: Um, Was that Gary Johnson? Was he uh, even on the ballot? Or did you just fake it? Yeah, you you wrote your I, own name in, didn't you?
0: <laughs> no, I, I think I did vote for uh, Gary Johnson, Libertarian, yeah. not because I liked him, um, but because I felt that um, if enough people voted for the Libertarian Party or any other party, that maybe there would be a chance to get rid of the stranglehold that the Republicans Democrats have.
1: Boy, because you're I'm, living in a pipe dream.
0: Well, yeah, but <laughs> but the thing is, um, the Republicans, at least, I mean, look at what they've done, um, especially on moral issues. The mm-hmm. vast majority, the vast majority of them aren't any better socially, yeah, than than the Democrats. That the biggest difference between the two is maybe tax policy and a few other things, maybe a stronger defense. And that is it. So Mm -hmm. the, the things that I'm most passionate about, um, neither one of them represent me. And the only solution that I can see is to get as much government out of people's lives as possible, which means vote libertarian. If you actually believe that, I mean, that's, that's my own personal opinion. Um, but I, I, um, I, for the life of me, I cannot, I cannot imagine why anybody would vote would have voted for, um, Hillary Clinton if they claimed to be a Christian, not because, not because of. I mean, I have no idea why. If, if I mean, there were other candidates out there.
1: Well, and not um, not because I, Trump was this like. Shining light of of truth and purity, oh, no. But because she was miserable,
0: yeah. I mean, I think Trump is a pretty big turd, um, <clears throat> personally. Mm-hmm. And you know, I mean, time will tell. Just, I mean, it seems like he's been doing. Be- I I think he's been doing better than I thought he'd be doing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And um, um, but. Uh, Hillary Clinton, are are you are you kidding me? I mean, everything, anything um, biblical, she would be against. Yeah. So, for the life of me, I have no idea. It just it just goes to show um, how there's this huge cognitive dissonance in a lot of people's lives.
1: Mm-hmm. You know. Um, one last little thing from the face bag before we will wrap up this, uh, this, this condensed show, um, the, another poster on the face bag, totally separate. I don't think connected it any, any way to the previous one we read, um, said very, very similar. Okay. I don't usually post political stuff on my personal page, but things have gone too far. Yeah. How you're going to do something about it. Yeah. Yes, you know, if, you'd, moral if, if you would stayed silent, this
0: world would have just gone to hell on <laughs> handbasket because you spoke out
1: on Facebook. That is right. So this person uh, writes on the face bag that um, how anyone can support a president such as the one we have is beyond my brain power. And please don't bring up Hillary or Obama or whomever. I'm talking the person who just insulted three countries and his prejudiced biased racism. Can he do any worse? Well, so far there are at least 20, well, there are at least, oh man, probably 40 comments with then comments on them, on each one. And just to jump in quickly on a couple of them, um... Someone said, level-headed, don't concentrate on all the negative. Look what he's doing to better our country after having a Dem in there for eight years. (laughs) The responses to that. OMG, really? You can't be serious. Looking, searching, finding nothing. And then it just goes on and on. And it's Hollywood stars. That is our president. So let's get Oprah. Yeah, name one thing that he's doing right. One. Like what? As I said, you are welcome to your opinion, but I 100% disagree. I swear to God, if you mention the stock markets, I will come unglued. They were well on their way to a bull market long before he ever became president. Yeah, right. You listen to any economist at the election. Oh, the economy. If Trump wins, the economy is going to tank. It's going to fall apart. It's just outrageous. Absolutely outrageous. So um, as we wrap the show, um, I, I know this is kind of a hurried show, but I appreciate you uh, taking the time out of your busy schedule on the road. Um, are you in Ukraine? Are you in North Korea? Where are you at? Georgia. Okay, that's why I thought. <laughs> Sounds good. Um, <clears throat> talking about, you know, posting, making a difference on the face, uh, making a difference with your friends um, using FaceBag. We will join uh, the ever- um, intelligent and illustrious J.P. Sears
2: comment threads and Twitter feeds are easy places for me to set people straight I have a track record of changing people's minds 100% of the time when I leave angry comments online I am a social justice warrior <laughs> this is my keyboard see it when I'm behind it I'm invincible I can say anything without consequence It helps me dish out social justice. (laughs) Serving size large. What happens if I catch you saying something politically incorrect? I hate you with my five-step protocol. Step one, I ignore what you have to say. Step two, I make huge assumptions about what you meant, and then I inform you about what you meant by what you said. Step three, (laughs) I correct you. I tell you what you should think, while also getting the point across that you're a terrible person. Step four, I turn my caps lock key on once you start trying to stand up for your own free will. Step five, finally I hit you with my trump card where I trivialize your entire being into a one word label like telling you you're a racist, you're a sexist, you're a misogynist, you're homophobic, you're heterophobic, you're transphobic, you're human phobic. I'm like a doctor handing out complex diagnoses. When I decide to label someone with one word, I don't have to use my brain to understand them because I have a preformed understanding of the one word that I use to label them. So I can just understand the word that I decided to call them instead of understanding them. I don't actually stand for anything. I just crusade against everything I don't stand for which happens to be everything because I don't stand for anything. It's like I take on the virtues of cancer and then I spread those (laughs) virtues when I attack. I spend my days and nights vigilantly patrolling the internet for anything that's not politically correct, which is everything. I'm like the Batman of the online world. I usually spend about four hours a day compulsively checking Twitter. I have 83 followers. And I follow (laughs) over 800,000 people, which means people are severely interested in what I have to say. And then I spend another casual five hours a day looking for other opportunities online to assert social justice. I accomplish so much in a day that you can't even measure it. My purpose in life is to be right. Luckily I'm always right. My ability to always be right is based on my ability to point out how everybody else is always wrong. It takes a lot of effort to be in a highly intelligent state of mind all day like I am. So I prepare for my day as a social justice warrior by reciting self-empowerment affirmations in the morning. Like, I'm not responsible for how I feel. I'm not responsible for how I experience the world. (laughs) I'm not responsible for my life. Other people are always a problem. Are you okay? How dare you? You are not allowed to ask me if I'm okay. K is an offensive letter. It's hate speech because the KKK use it in their name. (laughs) Legislation should outlaw K. You are a racist.
1: Well, do you feel stable?
2: You can't ask me if I feel stable. I have an uncle with an inner ear condition that makes his balance (laughs) unstable. That is hate speech to people with inner ear conditions. You are an inner ear phobic. I don't create change because it's not a very effective way to facilitate change. Instead, I righteously demand that others change themselves. And I even more righteously demand that they create the change that I want to see. My favorite inspirational quote is demand that others be the change that you wish to see in the world. (laughs) Some people erroneously think that I'm not out for the good of the world, that I'm just crusading to feel significant and to get people to notice me. That's not true at all. In fact, that's just basic Marxist thinking, which is highly offensive. And I feel that you bringing it up is a personal attack on me because I'm a redhead. You're (laughs) gingerphobic. I need a safe space for a moment. Being a social justice warrior is like having a get out of jail free card to bully people while pretending I'm helping people. Except it's not that at all. Something much different. It's carte blanche. You should be able to say what you want. But before you do, you should have to give a trigger warning. But after a month of that, I'd start to get triggered by your trigger warning. Then I'd demand that you give a trigger warning about the trigger warning. (laughs) And then after a month of that, I'd start to get triggered by your trigger warning about your trigger warning. And then I would require that you accommodate me and my new demands again. If you didn't know any better, you'd think nothing's ever good enough for me. That's hateful of you to think because I don't identify as me. As a social justice warrior, I'm an expert at communication. If you were an expert, then you too would know that swearing at people is the key to effectively communicating a point. <laughs> and whoever uses the most capitals and hits the energy key the hardest is the winner of any online argument. You're welcome, world, that I'm here. It's tough to do what I do. <laughs> I can do it because I'm always certain of myself. Did you know the people who everyone enjoys being around the most are the ones who are always certain of themselves? Yeah. that. In spite of this, I make the sacrifice of always being alone online. People wish they could be around me more because I'm such a joy. But I have a duty to serve and protect society from everybody but me.
1: That's right. JP Sears, everybody. with Awakenwithjp.com. Um, it, as outrageous as it seems, I think, uh, unfortunately, there's some truth there.
0: Yeah, he hit that one on the head. Oh man! Yeah, he has a he has a great one about vegetarians. Oh man! And
1: yeah,
0: <laughs> oh, that's great. Uh-huh. Or um, people who are gluten gluten free. Uh, glu- oh yeah. gluten free.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: Or uh, gluten intolerant. Um, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mentally. Well, uh, this is the David Allen Show uh, for January 12, thousand eighteen. This is—is is this our first actual show of the new year? Yeah. Oh, I it's mean, been twelve. Show. Oh, right, but first time together in two thousand eighteen. Yeah. Now this is the longest show of the year. Excellent. <laughs>
2: <laughs> best oh, show man. of
1: the year. That's right, it's the best one. Unfortunately, <laughs> it's the worst as well. Uh well I think our sound quality was the worst. I mean your audio is just <laughs> I should It's a poop hole. <laughs> <laughs> I, I should have played the clip again. Um well this is a uh the David Allen show. Um any last words for you David?
0: Uh uh
1: nothing. Nope, Don't be no. stupid. Hey, there it is. Yeah. All right, davidallenshow.com, dot Everybody on the iTunes Store, on the Google Play Store at davidallenshow.com. dot uh, Come back again next time. Uh, drop us a line, DavidAllenShow at Gmail. If you have any questions, you want to send us some money, uh, just ask the question and we'll send you. We'll let you know how to do it. Um, yep. Anyway, have a great one. Um, see you later, everybody. Buddy. Yep.
0: Noodles.